Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Port Charles Style. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me this week, I've got Dylan and Nick. Say hello. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. And Aria is here in silent producer mode, so we may hear her throughout the episode if she has any questions. Um, it was a big week news-wise. ABC had their Television Critics Association Day this week, and GH was there. And we got some excellent news for the uh, 60th anniversary plans. And first thing we've got is they're going to kick off their anniversary in March with the tribute to Sonia Eddy and Epiphany Johnson. What do you think they're going to do? What do you want to see them do for this tribute? Dylan, um, why don't you start? Go ahead, Dylan. Um, honestly, I'm not sure. I'm pretty, I, I mean, like, I'm thinking that it'll probably be, like, you know, a little, like, clip show where we'll get to see, like, um, different scenes of epiphanies. I'm not sure if they're going to kill off the character um it kind of sounds like they are though just because it's a a tribute show and i don't know how they would work that in without killing her yeah yeah same. like writing her out so um i just hope that like whatever they do is cathartic for both the audience and the cast because i know that that's probably going to be really hard for the people on set yeah that day so like I'm I'm glad that they're doing it because I know we still drag them about Stuart Damon. So I like I'm a glad they learned. Did, yeah. Now learned. here's the thing with that, with the Stuart Damon thing, it was Steve Burton is the one who was on who was on the news promising that. So I'm thinking like he just meant the in memoriam thing that we got and people just kind of ran with it and thought something else. I'm not. I don't know. I I just know that it it seems like they learned from that. So yeah, <laughs> I'm just glad we're getting good. something. Yeah. Are there any characters that you would want to see come back for that? Like, would you want Robin to make an appearance? I would, or at least like yeah. Robin have, and Patrick, if they could. Yeah, or at least have like someone talking to them so their presence is felt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, I think such a big the, part of their lives. The timing of it, I think it's gonna. I think it's happening in March because that's her anniversary. She, Is she, it? She made her debut on March third, two thousand six. Oh wow! I didn't know. I didn't know when her debut was. That's if that's when they're doing it, and that's why. That's kind of really cool on their part. I got to give them props for that. Yeah, so I think that's what's gonna happen. I don't know if they're gonna kill her off. I would prefer they didn't, but I can't really tell what's gonna happen. Um. I'm cur- I'm curious to see how they how how it works out. It's just it's hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm just curious to see how it works. Yeah, I'm I'm ex- I, I don't want to say I'm excited cuz that sounds like terrible, but I I kind of am to see how they do this and I really hope they do her justice. Same. Yeah. Because if they don't, oh boy. It'll be an ugly day on Soap Twitter if they get this wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going to have faith that they've learned. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're going to they're going to take the notes and apply them. I hope so. Also, we found out that the Nurses Ball is returning in April. Uh how do we feel about this? 
Um, I don't have an issue with it. I hope they <sighs> hope the performances aren't too cheesy, but I do think it this may tie into um Epiphany. Same. Yes, I yes, thought the um, same tribute. thing. I literally thought the same thing. Like the, uh, if they could find a way to like do the nurse's ball in her honor, that would be really kind of cool. But it's also going to be a glaring omission that, like, not glaring omission, but it, it's going to be when she doesn't perform at the nurses' ball this year. It's that's going to be when it feels the most like she's gone. I think. Yeah. Because yeah. that also, was like something they always used her for. True, but mm, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this and not sound disrespectful. The. The nurses' ball has a bigger point, and I don't sure. think it should be lost or overshadowed. Absolutely not. And I hope that, like, it kind of returns to its roots. Yeah, yeah, it does. Because, like, the '90s nurses' balls versus the more modern nurses' balls are night and day. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Because you said they are supposed to have a bigger point. Does the show remember that? It honestly has not felt that way in a while. Yeah. Like said, it ever just, since they brought it back, it's never felt like the original Nurses Balls. At all. Because it, it just feels like an excuse, excuse to turn into a daytime version of Glee. Yeah. It, it just feels like, oh, this is a musical episode. And you have a very musical cast, so it works and it's never, you know, it's always entertaining. But, you know, you always use the nurse's ball as a big, as a moment to converge a bunch of different stories, which they did try to do in the more modern nurse's balls too, but it it didn't hit the same. Because I will never forget the moment, you know, the moments where, like, Alan was in the middle of his drug addiction, trying to get through a nurse's ball performance. And Ned had to save Emily because, because Alan didn't show up or, you know, all, all the drama that you got at the nurse's ball, because so many different people just weren't speaking to each other because of different stories that were happening. And it, all of the modern nurses balls just felt like, yeah, like we don't have a, you know, stone revealing his aid status moment or Jason carrying Robin off the stage yeah. I mean, like we don't get they haven't given us that and that's what's been there, there's no depth de- yeah there's no gravity to like what we've gotten since they've brought it back and that's because again the nurse's ball is supposed to serve a wider purpose and it's supposed to be about something beyond just the performances yeah and i i have to assume that that means that lucy is going to be found by april <laughs> yeah because i can't see them having it without her yeah i would assume because so <laughs> I, I i don't want a nurse's ball that lucy co is not emceeing yep. because she is honestly the last tie we have to the nurses balls of the past i mean we have other characters who were there but the nurses ball has always been her Her baby baby. yeah so to do it without her just feels very very odd yep 
So our last bit of news is that Jane Elliott is returning as Tracy Quartermain. This makes me so happy. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to see her and what they do with her because the Quartermains need her. They get along way too well. The Quartermains need a lot. Tracy is one of those things they need. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with her. Um, I'm assuming it's going to... I'm assuming, I don't know, but I'm I'm assuming that we're finally going to get the climax to Project Demita Joe, as Michael says. <laughs> um, because I think we just 60th. found our new episode title. <laughs> <laughs> but because, like, it's the 60th, so them revisiting something with the Cassidines, with Victor. And there, the Ice and, Princess. Yeah, like, it's all sense. converging on the, you know, to converge with the anniversary, which is good because the story has been running for like three years and we Granted, need resolution. I don't think it was supposed to last this long, but, <laughs> but I think they just finally decided, fuck it, let's just stretch it to the to the anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just need us to move past whatever is I mean, happening. I, would, at- I at least want to know what it is. Like, what yeah. is it? What yeah. are we doing? And, and they're us. kind of tell somebody. A- they're kind of giving us hints because like the last time they really discussed this was with Robert and Laura. And they said like, there's some sort of coding within the ice princess that he's trying to get to whatever the coded messages are. Like there's numbers or something or something that he needs to facilitate his bigger plan, whatever that bigger plan is. But I'm, I'm excited for a lot of the things that GH has planned uh, for their anniversary. Like they dropped an amazing promo that didn't really tell us anything new, but it was such a cool way to pay homage to the last 60 years of the show that I'm actually really excited to see what's coming. And I have not been excited to see what's coming on this show. And I don't even know how long. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to be looking forward to something again with this show. I usually am. It just it just depends whether I'm looking forward to it being good or bad. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's always a thing. But I think that's it for our news. We can head into our critical cases. First things first, uh, we've got Drew confronts Carly about why she is so against Willow finding her parents, leading her to confess all to Drew, which then leads Drew to tell Carly that Willow is sick. What did we think of these Drew Carly scenes this week? Um, I'm glad it's out. I'm, I'm t- I was tired of them. Because they did something weird when this story first started. They had Drew have a flashback to the um, to Carly telling him the DNA results. And I was like, oh, he's going to figure it out. And then no, it, nothing. <laughs> like, they, he didn't. They just had him have a, have a random flashback for no reason, it felt like. Uh, but I'm glad it's out. I don't care for him being shocked that she lied to him because isn't he supposed to have Jason's memories? <laughs> like, just Jason knows he, Carly's he a liar. <laughs> like, and my only other issue with this too is it was so random. There was nothing that made him wonder why she would do. Like it was just he exactly. walked in on a he walked in on a random Tuesday and just decided to ask her, which thank you because I was ready for this to come out. <laughs> but there was no there was no build up to that. What there was literally no build up. It was like 
he didn't see them together and question what it was about or, you know, the person that she paid off. There was nothing that made him question it. And another thing too, he was, he was dragging her for like violating their trust, like the trust that he built in her, which he was completely within his right to do, but she deserves to be dragged by, by her hair. Like, absolutely. However, you turn around and violate Willow's trust by telling her Willow's diagnosis. Aren't you essentially doing the same thing you're accusing her of doing? It just, it didn't hit right for me. I don't, uh -huh. I feel okay. like <laughs> we, we need I, more. We need more voices. <laughs> like it didn't. It didn't really bother me that he told her Willow's diagnosis because, like, the reason he told her was like, "This is what you've been getting in the way of." You know, it. It's not like he told her just because. Yeah. Like, it wasn't yeah. No, that's that's true. It was. It was just something that kind of popped into my head, and I was like, "Huh." While you're right, you doing this, while also correct, kind of dilutes your argument a little bit for me, was kind of where I was coming from with it. Even though he was right, it still didn't land well for me. Because I, I think without that, she would have just kept yeah. spinning the block on yeah. her, like, justifications and like. It's like he Kelly. had to take the win out of her sales quickly. Yeah. Man, this this is what you're blocking. Like this. <laughs> I did like that he called her on the fact that she did this for revenge. Cause and I, I don't like that Carly's not like trying to martyr her way out of this. I'm sorry, you didn't do this for Willow. You did this to get back at Nina for what she did to you, which is fine, but please just say that. And her using harmony as the excuse is the flimsiest excuse they she could come up with. That because that just makes her look more guilty. Like, ma'am, Harmony tried to kill you and fed her Willow to what's his name, Shiloh, and she yeah. was raped on your watch because you helped orchestrate it. There's this honor, this loyalty towards this. The loyalty towards Harmony is just weird because that's not something. If Harmony hadn't crossed her the way she did in the end, I could get it. But Carly is not the the type to defend or protect or try and honor anybody that's crossed her in that way, especially someone that tried to kill her, regardless of the reason. Yeah, and and, and you know, it, it was one thing when she waited to say something until she got the proof, because, I mean, Harmony is not the best source, so you're obviously going to get a DNA test and you're going to verify that this is true before you say anything but once you had the test in your hand you absolutely should have said something to willow and let willow decide what she wanted to do with the information whether she wanted nina to know whether she wanted anything to do with nina as her mother that was willow's choice to make and she took willow's choice away yeah yeah but that was very keep in keeping with Carly. All of that, though, is very in <laughs> yeah, it's, it's with Carly's it's, it's character. It's very yeah. Carly. <laughs> very Carly. Because, like, let's step back into the, let's let's go back into the Wayback Machine. Her and, you know, like Nick was saying, um, it's not in her nature to honor people who have crossed her. It is when it's to her benefit. 
Okay, touche. Because her and Alexis were not good Judies when she kept Christina's paternity a secret from Sunny. Now, granted, she only knew for a handful of months, but she did not say a word. Was that no, she... to keep Sunny? Uh, her, I think no, to be honest, because I don't think that there was ever that, it, there was never a belief that she would lose Sunny to Alexis. To, yeah, like that was Hell that Christina. wasn't a thing that was <laughs> that was going to happen. Yeah, I think it was just I don't want to rock my boat, and they weren't in the best place at that time. No, they weren't. Sunny and Carly. Yeah, no, they were not. And then was this two, post, uh, was this Carly Morgan being born and the shooting in the head and do, do I or don't I love uh, yeah, love like, Alcazar? Well, it's like during the time of the Port Charles Hotel fire and all of that was going on. Because remember, she found out when her and Alexis were trapped in the elevator and thought they were going to die. Yes. Oh, they love elevator reveals about pregnancies. Didn't they do that with um, Jason and <laughs> Jason Elizabeth, and Elizabeth too? Yeah, yeah. in the Metro Courthouse crisis. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but also, again, it goes back into Carly when it's to her benefit. Carly has always said that she believes in a mother's right to choose certain things for her children. Yeah. And def- when it's been to, when it's to her benefit. And when it's to her benefit, that is what it, she'll go hardcore for that. So th- it's not necessarily, I don't necessarily think it was as weird or as out of character as some people seem to want to frame it as when you look at like her actions historically. Yeah. Now, do you think Drew will forgive her eventually but do you do you think like they're actually because he said they were done but then they're not done all of the craziness with willow which we'll talk about in a little bit popped off and it's like he temporarily forgot he was mad at her do you think like once everything dies down he'll remember or do you think that they're just gonna move on uh they're not done. Like they're they're gonna spin the block on that. He's gonna be mad for a minute, rightfully so. And like she's gonna hold her L's and take her dragging and, and she'll be fine. They'll be fine. Like it's not <laughs> <laughs> what else are they gonna do with him? Like that's true. that's that's the question. Cause like I think they need to fix him. But I don't know how they can do it because he just feel he doesn't feel like Drew. He hasn't felt like Drew since he got back. It just feels like Cameron Matheson having fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's not fun for us. Like, it's just, <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's a bad actor. I just think they haven't they didn't put any effort into writing his version of Drew and defining watch, him. If you watch Billy Miller in his Drew era. And then look at this character that Cameron Matheson is playing. They are not the same. They are not at all. They're, they're not. They're not. He's not playing Drew. He's not even playing Jason. I don't know who he's playing, and that's what takes me out of it because 
a lot of the stuff they did with him when he first showed up just didn't make sense to what we were watching when Billy Miller left. So him and Carly being all gung-ho and kumbaya, it never rang true to me. So I'm saying if they do, obviously they're going to get back together. I want them to figure out a way to make Drew work individually before we go all in on Drew and Carly again. Yeah, they they need to because it he just doesn't he doesn't feel like Drew. He doesn't really feel like much of anything. He's just there. Yeah, he you you said it. He feels like Cameron Matheson having fun, but he does yeah. not feel like Drew. He doesn't feel like Jason. Who is this man? Is he an imposter? If that's the case, explain it. Like it's just <laughs> And hopefully they will do something to fix it. But we can move on to our next critical case, which is Sunny and Nina find out Willow is sick. Sunny tells Jocelyn and Nina confronts Michael, but Wiley interrupts. Willow sees Wiley with Nina and gets so upset she collapses and is rushed to the hospital. Oh boy. Okay. I said this on Twitter and I'm going to say it again here. I had no issue with the way Sonny and Nina found out. I had no issue with Sonny and Nina wanting to do everything they could to help. My issue is how they chose to help. Because they should have done what Carly did in the when everybody was at the hospital. Carly was like, what do you need? How can we help? Nina and Sonny should have gone to Michael and said, we know. How can we help you? Instead, Sonny decides to blab. And Nina decides to blame the fact that Willow didn't get chemo until now on Michael. And I'm just like, ma'am, you make it very hard to root for you when you do shit like this. Yeah, don't come in my house accusing me, bitch. Just ask. If you have a question, ask. Don't don't jump in my face. Whether I'm going to answer it or not, because I hate your guts, is a different story. But if you have a question, just ask me. And I don't like Michael. So make you're making me defend him, and it's pissing me off. But he had every right to be irritated. Bitch, get the fuck out of my house. Because, like, first of all, why are you here? That part, like, don't come to my house. One, the last time you came, what happened the last time you showed up? And it happened again. Why are you here? Why do you keep coming? And the thing is, I'm not surprised because both Nina and Sunny are habitual line steppers. And like you can have all the good intentions in the world, but like the way that the two of them tend to go about, they steamroll. Yeah. And the two of them together, they. And this, and some of the same ways that Sunny and Carly used to do, Sunny and Nina feed yep. into each other's worst behaviors and tendencies sometimes, and it just like all of this was so unnecessary. Like two seconds of common sense could have avoided all of all it. of it. And like I, and I was originally like when I when because Jocelyn got a text to see Sunny, so I thought Sunny was immediately going to tell her. But then as the conversation was happening, it felt like he thought she knew. So that was an innocent mistake, though I don't really know why you called her over there to begin with. Um, but Nina was just all the way wrong. 
There, there, there's no way in which you can look at what she did and say, yeah, she's right. I support this because no. Wrong is two left feet. Yeah. And Willow's dreams didn't help. <laughs> right. Willow's dreams didn't help. She comes down the stairs, coming off of that nightmare, sees Willow and Nina, uh, Willow, Wiley and Nina together, and completely freaks the hell out. And maybe I'm weird and I'm the only person in the world who has had a nightmare and then had something similar happen in real life and been completely freaked out and majorly overreacted to said thing. But it feels like a lot of people on Twitter were like massively overreacting to Willow reacting the way that she did because like given the context of her nightmare, I got it. She, there's the, there's this obsession with one person having to be 100% right on GH Twitter right now. It's exhausting because multiple things can be true at once. In this moment, Nina was dead ass wrong for going there. Now, and Willow, you can understand why she reacted the way she did when she came downstairs. And I don't like Willow. Again, like, just <laughs> but you can understand in that particular moment in context with her just having that nightmare of her being sick and Nina taking her place and taking her kids from her, yeah, it makes complete sense. So, yeah, you can not like Willow, you can not like Michael, you can love Nina, or you can, it could be the other way around. You can hate Michael and Willow and, and love Nina, and hate Nina, but it is understandable why she reacted the way she did in that particular moment there's a very there's like a collective amnesia around willow and nina's relationship on gh twitter because if you read these tweets these people again i don't like when y'all make me defend characters that i I don't (laughs) i've never i don't mind willow willow has always been a character that i don't i don't like her i'm not like I'm not like a huge fan, but I've never like hated her. She's, she's there. It's 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 cool. It's fine. He's there. <laughs> I, but it's like I will say that I do think that the pairing with Michael has not been to the character's benefit, but that's at that's all. That's whole, another story. That's a whole nother story. But I get it. It was not Cynthia in the role at the time, but she was, it was still Nina Reeves. Yep. And y'all act as if these two characters have no history. And Willow just has no reason to have any sort of animosity towards this woman. And I'm just, did, did the, the, did, did episodes disappear into the void? Like, have you? <laughs> am I? Did I watch an alternate feed of general? Like, because what I watched was Nina go out of her way to make Lil- Willow's life a living hell because Willow had the audacity not to allow Charlotte to be a bully in her classroom. Exactly. Charlotte was a spoiled, entitled little rich kid. 
And Nina wanted to enable that and Willow got in the way. So Willow needed to be removed from the situation. And it's like, people are like, oh, Willow has no reason not to want Nina around Wiley. Willow, I'm sorry, again, did y'all watch what I want? Because I can recall, there's a, a specific scene that I can recall when Willow was packing up her classroom because she was getting ready to leave. And Nina came in there with Valentin and she just blasted Willow, told her she was abandoning the kids, demanded that she stay till the end, like just completely out of pocket. And Willow finally like had enough and snapped and was like, you are a horrible influence on that little girl. You know, good luck if you're going to be in her life because you're you're a terrible person and you're teaching her to be a terrible person. That, like, why would she want that woman around her child? Why? When she's seen exactly the kind of influence that Nina is. Like, what, and, it doesn't make sense. And it's and like, then, I get it, y'all. And it, it's so, but it's just. And then you add in her constantly trying to excuse what Nell did. That part. Like, it, there's a lot that it's just, it's, there's a very weird, there's a, it, there's just a very weird energy around. And it's specifically GH Twitter, because if you go anywhere else, it's a much more rational, balanced conversation about these two characters. When GH Facebook is more rational than GH Twitter, you know it's the upside down. Yeah, It's just, it's, it's very, very strange. But it's like people are committed to this narrative. That, that Willow's Nina, being unreasonable. Yeah, that <laughs> Nina is Willow's victim and Willow deserves to die and she is the worst person who ever stepped foot off the docks in Port Charles. It's just, it's very weird. Very well, weird. I may not necessarily agree with every choice that Willow has made in regards to her treatment. Her choices are her choices. Like, I don't necessarily support them but her choosing these things does not make her the worst person in the world nor does having valid reasons to hate nina and actually hating nina make her the worst person in the world and i like i'm be real i'm probably part of the bunch that genuinely forgets that this character existed before cynthia because i until dylan reminded me of the fact that Nina tried to destroy her career and it effectively did because Willow's not a teacher anymore. I didn't remember it or I didn't consider it. And when you bring that up, I'm like, okay, well, Nina not fucking with her consistently makes sense. I mean, Willow not fucking with her consistently makes sense. And so her wanting to keep Wiley away from that lady who she already knows can be a bad influence on children because she's seen it firsthand makes complete sense and now mind you Willow was actually trying to help Nina yep mm. before because before that that custody battle Willow was attempting to basically 
Yep, try to get Michael to come around to Nina. Michael was being a hard ass, what for whatever reason. I remember the reason, but for for his reasons. And Nina and Willow was trying to like, hey, let's not do this. Let's not try to bring bogus charges against her. I remember it. She tried, and Michael wasn't having it. And then Nina kept doing things that only reinforced the issue and made Nina made Willow remember what the issues were in the first place that she tried to look past because she loves Wiley. Oh, so much, which, okay. Then why are you keeping his grandfather away from him? Why are you saying things to confuse him when he's at an age where he can't understand what you're saying? Again, habitual line stepper. (laughs) and it's like and it's weird because of all of the characters involved in this like i'm gonna keep it 100 i don't care about sonny corinthus unless he's with brenda barrett otherwise he can be roundhouse kicked into the harbor i don't care (laughs) i i have hated carly since she's i have hated caroline since she stepped foot on the docks I don't like Nina. I have never liked Nina. Of the three of them, though, I dislike her the least. I have hated <laughs> Michael since he was conceived. I, <laughs> I, so, so, like, I'm watching this and I am literally that meme where the guy's holding up the sign that says, I hope both teams lose. <laughs> I, I don't like none of y'all. Like none of you, the only person in this story that I and I don't like Wiley, to be <laughs> honest, because y'all. <laughs> like, I I am Silky Johnson at the player haters ball right, like watching this story. Like I don't like none of y'all, none of y'all. <laughs> like the only person that is tolerable, sometimes. <laughs> is willow like that's that's the extent of my like fangirling for any of these characters so th- so when i'm like speaking this is not me like oh sticking up for my fave i have no faves in this <laughs> not a one the closest that i get to having a fave in this is when ava and nina share scenes <laughs> So yeah. I don't like none of you. All of y'all are, are terrible. All of you. But it's just, there's a very weird energy around these characters on, on GH Slip Twitter. And I know we've gone like off the. <laughs> no, we have, but it, it's all centered on the same character. So it's okay. But we're on the path, but off the path. But yeah, like it's just. Y'all have lost all like objectivity and like y'all get very ahistorical when you start talking because clearly people have chosen people have chosen their sides and that's what like yo you stand who you stand you like who you like you hate you who you hate whatever but like y'all post like you don't recall what actually happened on screen and it's weird. weird on that note I think we can move into our next critical case 
with Willow running out of time, Carly finally confesses all to Nina. I love these scenes. (laughs) I loved these scenes so much. Like, I thought that Cynthia Watros did amazing. She ran the gamut of there's absolutely no way that this can be true to, oh, my God, I have a child, to, oh, my God, my child's dying. Oh, my God, you kept my child from me, you murderous bitch. In all in the span of, like, five minutes. And I got to give Carly credit, too, because she, like, she knew she was wrong. And for the first time since I can remember, she literally stood there and took her L. Like, she didn't try to justify what she did. She didn't try to excuse what she did. She knew she was wrong. She knew she deserved to be dragged for it. But all she cared about in that moment was making sure that Nina knew so that they could try to save Willow. I think between the car ride to the hospital after Drew went off on her, because she spent that entire conversation trying to justify it too, to the time she got to the hospital and saw how bad it was, with Willow, and she was like, oh, shit, I really fucked up. Because like, <laughs> I've never seen... Carly was uncharacteristically quiet. It was weird. Because she was talking, but not a lot. And she didn't really try to defend herself. Because I think face. she also... I think she also knew that this was not the time. Yeah. It, it was it was more about making sure Nina knew and making sure that Nina could go get tested and that they could save Willow and the baby. And I know there were a lot of people on GH Soap Twitter who were annoyed that Carly didn't get a proper dragging in those scenes. I mean, Nina got her digs in, don't get me wrong. But like Nina as a mom, her first priority is going to be making sure that Willow knows and then making sure that she gets tested and that Willow is okay. Carly's fine. Carly can get dragged any and every day once they know if Willow can be saved or not. That has to take priority. Yeah, because yeah. like, it's not necessary right now. Right now what's necessary is for Nina to act so she can save Willow. Um, the scenes were really good. I'm pretty sure both women are going to get Emmy nominations for for it. Um, As they should. It was it was it was kind of funny in the beginning because when Carly walked in there and started talking, <laughs> Nina, Nina looked at her like like she had burped and farted at the same time. <laughs> she was like she was like um, Willow's your daughter. She had this this most confused look like bitch what are you talking about she's like are you she literally she was literally like are you okay <laughs> <laughs> like did you hit your head right <laughs> and oh i don't think you added this part but also drew telling michael oh michael, michael looked like he wanted to throw up like <laughs> michael was that blinking meme i mean he's always that blinking meme but he was <laughs> he, he was, was like, really he was like, like wait what <laughs> But Nina did it. Nina connecting the dots. It seemed like she eventually just. Oh, oh. Oh. And the way they did those flashbacks to all the different conversations that she's had with Willow, good or bad. Yeah. Was really well done because it felt like as every flashback was happening, the the weight and the gravity and the truth of the situation was slapping Nina in the face. And it was just so brilliantly played by Cynthia Watros. Yeah. And when she at the end of that scene when she got that bass in her voice and called her a bitch, I was like, 
get it. Because once the, <laughs> once they once they clear Willow, because I'm sure Willow's gonna be fine. We're, you know. Yeah, we couldn't be that lucky. She's I gonna mean, be fine. <laughs> I, I mean, she, she is engaged to Michael, and Michael does have the dick of death, so it is a possibility that she'll actually die. But I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> we might flatline. They'll revive her. <laughs> now, uh. it, is the reveal? Like at this point, I just wanted it out. I was so damn sick of the secret. Yeah. But did you want a more public, high public, high stakes reveal? Um, not specifically for that because I think after Nina gets tested, I think she's gonna scream the shit from the rooftops. <laughs> like I just yeah. after she figures out if she has the ability to save Nina, I mean save Willow, she I don't I think she's gonna walk right into the middle of the hospital. And Carly's going to be standing there, and either she's going to slap her, or she's just going to start screaming again. I, I see think, her doing that's coming. I see her doing that if she's not a match. Like if she's not a match, and she wasted all of this time with that she could have been spending with her child, I can literally see her walking up to Carly, slapping her into next week, and saying, "Because of you and your selfishness, I have now lost all of this time." with my child and she's going to die hating me and that's on you well now see you were really good was on you. that last sentence <laughs> but i could see i could see but that is nina exactly how nina that. would see it yeah but that that's exactly how nina that what whether she's completely right or not that's exactly how nina would see it also irony of ironies um carly railed for over a year that that Nina kept Sonny away from her and his family for nine months. It was actually six. Carly doesn't know how to do math. Does um, it matter? No, it doesn't matter. But my point is she actually did keep this secret for almost nine months from Nina. So that's just an You think that was deliberate on the writer's part? I actually hope that it was. <laughs> I would love for the GH writers to be that petty and have Nina go full circle because she you know deserves we're even now bitch <laughs> yeah exactly like she she took it from she took it on the chin from everybody as she should but now the tides have turned and if she wanted to throw the nine month card back in Carly's face she would be absolutely well within her right to do the same and I kind of hope she does I'm to be honest I'm Let's see now then if we're doing that, then I need Carly to hit, hit her with the exact same energy. I will apologize to Willow. Yep. I will apologize <laughs> to Wiley, but I will never apologize to you. Yeah. I don't want them to ever like each other. I'm dead serious. No, they don't ever have to like each other. Ever. They can be civil for the sake of the family members that they share. They can be civil for the sake of Wiley and Willow while she's sick. That's it. Once she's recovered, they can start cussing again in front of her, too. <laughs> Wiley is the only person that needs to be protected in that situation. The rest of them groan, and they know that they know the mess. And the unborn <laughs> child that has yet to, you know. Yeah, I forgot about that little brat. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm really kind of interested to see where this goes. Do we think Nina's going to be a match? Um, it would be more interesting if she wasn't, but I'm sure she will be. 
Especially only reason I want her to be is because I want it over. <laughs> yeah, but, but also they say that parents are not a likely match. Your best match would be a sibling. Right. Which, Which is why I said it would be it would be way more interesting if she wasn't, but she's going to be. She's going if to she, be. But if she wasn't, who would be the match? Because the siblings are dead. Wiley? Well, wait, wait. No, really, I did think of Wiley. But also... Nell's death was kind of murky. <laughs> it was very murky. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, they could. I mean, they could absolutely bring Nell back. But then, too, there's um, there's Liesl and James that can be tested. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, I yeah. often forget those them people <laughs> are yeah. related. I just, this this version of Nina feels so separate, even though she has a great relationship with Liesl, and we never see James. This feels so so far removed from the Westbourne family, but they are all from the same family. I forget that part. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of people thought that maybe Jocelyn might end up saving Willow, but technically, be- I-, I think because there was conversation on GH of Twitter about the, that too, about Joss maybe doing it because she had, she got Nell's kidney and then possibly being able to be a match, but her being a, an organ recipient, I think would disqualify her from being a donor, or at least it should if GH follows actual medical rules here. But that's not a guarantee. Mm, yeah. But I'm, I'm curious to see what happens next. I can't wait for Monday. Those scenes where like Nina has to tell Willow the whole story. Oh, those are going to be fun. They should, no, they should have Carly and Nina explain it together because Nina can't explain everything. <laughs> she can only explain, <laughs> I got pregnant, my mama tried to kill the baby, and I did, I thought my baby died. That's all she can really explain. Well, I think at this point, all that's going to matter is there is a D- there's DNA test. There, there's a DNA test. There's proof. I'm your mom. I can save you. I'm going to go get tested, and then they'll get the rest of the details from Carly. That that's what I'm curious about. How are Michael and Willow specifically going to react to Carly keeping this secret for this long? I want Michael to be livid. I want Michael to be livid because Carly is essentially doing the same thing she did with AJ, and that should trigger a big reaction from him and willow should be pissed because her choices were taken away from her it this should trigger everything she went through at day dawn of day dawn of day took her choices away from her and that's how she wound up pregnant and her and carly essentially took her choice away carly didn't give her the choice to know her parent you know to know her mother to know her truth carly decided for her and for that everybody should be pissed Hmm. Like Michael hating Sonny is one thing. Michael hating Carly would be a lot juicier for me. <laughs> but I don't ever see them doing that. Willow might not, hate Carly. Not long term. I think Willow would have some long term resentment toward Carly. I don't see Michael. I think Michael might be a little bit grateful because he, he really hates Nina. <laughs> and I think. I think because they they 
hate Nina, I think they there's a chance that they could possibly understand why she kept it a secret. I just don't want them to be understanding. I want them to be pissed. I want Willow to be pissed because of the current circumstances. And not because she's sick, but because you knew I was actively looking for my biological parents. Yeah. And you were going out of your way to make sure that didn't happen. Whether you knew I was sick or not isn't the issue. You knew I was carrying your grandchild and that should have taken priority and it didn't. Exactly. And it, it didn't take priority. It didn't it didn't matter. The only thing that mattered was keeping the secret. And I wish they would let Carly just say that, that she wanted revenge. And listen, Michael could actually understand that because let's look at what he's doing to Sonny right now. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Let us move on to our next critical case. I feel like we're going to have a lot to say on this one. Trina talks to Curtis and Portia about Spencer and Esme and Portia makes her feelings clear on Trina and Spencer's friendship. <sighs> How do we feel that basically Trina is forgiving Esme because she has amnesia? That's some bullshit. Bullshit. I don't like it. And I hate when they do it because they do it constantly. Specifically with black and brown characters when they're wronged by a white character. They eventually, oh, all is forgiven whether the person's paid for what they did or not. And there's literally no reason for Trina to ever have sympathy or refer or let her guard down when it comes to Esme. Because they've done nothing to quote-unquote redeem her all she has is amnesia she don't remember the shit she did and the she baby. still did it she still did it and she's never been held accountable for any of it like my what, what i would have preferred trina's energy to be is oh it's fucked up she's has amnesia but i i, I was okay with her saying i don't want revenge i don't really care for revenge anymore because she said she wanted that at one point but if when if and when she's held accountable by the courts by the legal system the same way she tried to frame me then it is what it is because she brought that on herself that's what i would prefer but having her having trina even flirt with the idea of oh i feel bad for her or i'm having compassion yeah trina's a good person trina has no control over the legal system she needs to somebody like oh somebody should say like oh Esme got arrested officially today and she's gonna be charged and Trina should be like okay so what's for breakfast like that's 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 the energy I need her to have because I do not want to see her being nice to that girl uh, me either what I would have liked is if Trina actually got the chance to confront Esme Amnesia or not, got the chance to confront her. And then based off of Amnesia Esme's reaction to what she said, have her potentially be conflicted on whether or not Esme is telling the truth. 
but to automatically give her the benefit of the doubt in this moment because she's pregnant and because she has amnesia without even getting the chance to speak on how she feels to the person that did all of these things to her, regardless of if she knows what she did or not, did not sit right with me at all. Like she doesn't even, she gets to discuss her feelings, which is great because Trina has not had a whole lot of point of view through this entire thing. It's been about her, but she hasn't gotten to react accordingly. But she should have gotten to confront her attacker and she didn't. And that bothers me. Just like the, go ahead, Dylan. It's giving very uncomfortable parallels to Sean and Nicholas. And I don't like that because I would hope that they had learned some things. Like, Trina was put into the system because of this girl's lies. Trina got kicked out of school. Trina almost went to prison. Like, not to mention she was drugged and almost died. Could have died. Like, Like, there's. And again, like we're going to bring up the very uncomfortable elephant in the room because they're not going to play me like Esme did not lean on every fragile white woman trope out there when she was pulling her stunts, like down to the Karen tears Yep. when she was confronted, like the, the whole thing, it, <laughs> Ooh. It, it's hitting in all of the wrong places and I just uh, and I we've actually right. we've actually praised GH for the like because th- there were scenes throughout Trina's trial where Portia got to acknowledge all of the racial aspects of this trial like you can't hit on it for an episode or two and then pretend like it doesn't exist later. That doesn't work. No, like it doesn't. if if you're going to go there, go there fully and play into these beats. Otherwise, don't do it at all. Cause you're half-assing it at this point. And you're literally it literally feels now like they literally only gave those scenes to us because we complained about the racial aspects when the cabin stuff took place. And then they, it felt like, you know, because I remember how great it felt, how great, happy the timeline was to see it actually get acknowledged on screen. And like, but then to just completely ignore it again just feels wrong. I just. And I, again, like, uh, <laughs> it kind of goes back to this genre having a tendency to prioritize the narratives and existence basically of white characters over their characters of color Esme at this point Esme's redemption is more important to them Esme's redemption and Esme's longevity and 
the ability to keep her on the canvas is more important to them than Trina's justice. Yep. Like, we're going to call a thing a thing. That's what it is. My thing is, since when does a character go into jail on general fucking hospital, weird, weirdly enough, mean they're they're done? Because, hello, Ryan Chamberlain. He hello, Heather Weber. Hello, Sonny Corinthos. Hello, Jason Morgan. Hello, Luke Spencer. Like, <laughs> these, some of the most popular characters in the history of the show are criminals. Who have All of been them to, practically who, at this who point. Who have been to jail. Laura, Laura was a 15-year-old murderer. <laughs> and now she's the mayor of the town. She, Esme can pay for our crimes. You know what? Here's what I assumed they were going to do. Esme is booked, charged. They ain't even got to do a trial. Her ass is convicted because she's guilty and we have all the evidence now. Of At, at the very least of, um, what's it called? Drugging Trina and um, orchestrating the sex tape or the, the revenge porn. But she's pregnant and she has amnesia. So we'll send her to Spring Ridge with Ryan and Heather. That's where I thought they were going with this. But trying to keep her out of prison, no go. At all. Do we actually think that she is... I know we asked this last week, but do we think the amnesia is legit? I don't know. I, I don't think, my, think it is, and I don't care. Yeah, I don't I don't know, and I don't I think that's irrelevant at this point. Because now you they're playing this innocent in my face. black right, you put this innocent black girl on trial. You 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 better have the same energy for this guilty white woman. Period. Like just put send her to jail. Y'all send people to camp prison anyway, and they're they should be in maximum security. Ryan Chamberlain and Heather Weber are in Spring Ridge. Why can't if you're going to use that place? Why can't Esme go there? And it would make more sense given the Esme Ryan connection to put her there. Yes, like <laughs> it's it's just this. It feels gross. Like why would you even have her utter those words? Like it makes no sense. Or, you know, like, well, Trina's a good person. That's not the point. But Trina is a good person, but Trina's even not the prosecutor. Trina's not the DA. Trina's not going to not the one that's going to be bringing charges against against this person. And even if Trina doesn't want to confront her while she has amnesia because she wants Esme to be fully aware of everything, when she confronts her, that would be an okay point of view too. Like if she had said to her mom something along the lines of, "I'm always going to hate what Esme did, but I am not going to." actually be able to confront her and get closure until I can confront the Esme that did this to me. And I don't know that the Esme we have now is that person. And I'm going to wait until she's back before I say something. Or until I that, know for sure she's until I, right. Yeah. But just automatic bygones because of a baby and an amnesia. No. Do better GH. Because also you're, we we do need to address the more soapy element in the room of Trina of um Portia 
hating the Cassidines. <laughs> Which, yay. Like, th- that works. But, oh my god, are they setting it up for Trina to hate her mother when the truth comes out? True. Like, oh, yeah. Look, yeah. Like, yes. Portia is lying about Trina's paternity. Yes. Okay. It is what it is. She shouldn't be doing it. But, as far as I know, the Robinsons are normal people. Because every single Cassidine on and off screen is a nut job, including Ava, who married into the family. So, <laughs> so Portia being like, I don't want you nowhere near them, makes complete sense. Regardless of who your daddy is, you don't need to be where the Cassidines are. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. very, it is very weird. Again, there was some weird energy on the timeline. And yeah. look, I, uh, I, I am team Spencer and Trina. I don't, I don't, I've never made any secret of that. I was shipping them before he ever even came back just based off Nicholas and Gia. Okay. Like I, <laughs> like this is my, I, I manifested this ship. All <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, but people were literally acting as if it was insane for Portia not to want this man anywhere near her child. Why would she? He has brought nothing but chaos and, and misery, strife to her daughter's life. Like as a mom, as as a mother, boy, li- I, don't don't step not one pinky toe in my yard. <laughs> don't L- do it. Because let's be real, the reason she lied about Curtis being Trina's father is for the same reason. Curtis was an unstable junkie when he got her pregnant. He was in recovery. He must have been in and out of it. Because he wasn't okay. And I think if she loved him that much and he was stable, she probably would have left Taggart because they weren't on good terms as far as their marriage was concerned. But the fact that she didn't and lied this long, it was for a reason. She was protecting Trina. And she's still protecting Trina. That has not changed. Regardless of how you feel about how she protected Trina, she was protecting Trina. Like, hello, y'all. Cassidines kill people. Yep. All the time. Like, Like, let's not forget, Portia literally saw Nicholas pretend to stab his child. Did she see that? Or did she hear about it? Didn't she show up to to Windermere right after it happened? Wasn't she there for the middle of it? I don't know if she showed up. No, I, I think, think no, I think Carly Trina was. told her. Yeah, Carly Carly came after. I think Trina told her. Oh, okay. It was Carly. Yeah. I, I knew there I knew there was another parent there. That's right. It was Carly. Yeah, but it's just like there's there's uh, literally I mean, no like, reason to be mad at Portia about this. Like <laughs> there, none. Because let us let's let us look at all of the women that Cassidy men have been obsessed with mm. and what has happened to them. They as did. a result of that <laughs> they did <laughs> they all did no, it, it, nothing like listen okay uh, once again I, I I love Anna and Valentin but so. let us remember that a huge part of this whole the, the whole mess that was Peter was a 
direct result of Valentin's actions. Why? Yeah. Because of his obsession with Anna. They, it, no good ever comes. I'm just, we're going to be honest. Like, Emily's life went, was in constant danger. Courtney was 92 months pregnant and Helena <laughs> snatched her up. That's how she ended up. <laughs> like, That's um, how Spencer was almost christened in in Russia. Because like, the Cassidines aren't safe. And I say this as a as a pure uh, Chloe got her neck snapped. Oh, I forgot about Chloe. Hell, remember uh what's the woman in white? Got her, oh, her God, throat, we don't we got don't her throat her. slit by Helena herself, her own like, mother. Like nothing Cassidine love has never brought like ask Laura. About Cassidine yeah. men and the way that Ask they Alexis. love you. Yeah. Like it, Portia has every reason not to want her baby anywhere near that family. It's like they were reacting like the Quartermains, like the Cassidines were the Quartermains. It's not the same. Like these, these <laughs> families are not the the Quartermains and, are chaotic and a little bit kooky. The Cassidines are certifiably crazy across multiple generations like look at spencer when he saw that ice princess diamond he lost all it's <laughs> like he went into another universe like he's, and, his, he's, and laura he's had to obsessive. snap him out of it he's just as obsessive and he, and and i get it because i know well spencer's not like that hi i'd yes, like to is. point you to a time where we said nicholas is not like that. like that <laughs> and look at what he's doing now and also like Trina is 18, so her mother can voice all of these concerns that she wants to. Trina does not have to listen to them. Trina is an adult. She can make her own choices, and she has every intention of making her own choices. And Portia can't really do anything to stop Trina from seeing Spencer. No. It's not like it's not like she's 14 and fi- 14, 15, and they're in high school, and you know she can forbid it. Trina's I 18. That, I think she's older than 18 now, but yeah, she's grown. So Portia has every right to voice her opinions about whatever this is with Spencer and Trina, and Trina is still going to do what she wants to do. Right. It's just, it was very weird how people were acting like... Portia was being unreasonable? Yeah. <laughs> like, at, at some t- like, listen, sometimes you have to take your stand goggles off and like, look at things be, objectively yeah just be objective about what and is like, happening is it is it hypocritical of her to be to judge spencer for all the lies and and dishonesty given the dishonesty she's got going on with trina right now absolutely does that make her wrong absolutely not no nope. thing is technically is it is she being hypocritical if like if Spencer's not lying about someone's paternity, that's not what she's judging him on. A lie, <laughs> a lie is a lie, though. If you're all about honesty and you know, then how if you, if you want your you know if you want Trina to be in an honest relationship, which as a mom, that's exactly what you should want for her. How are you not giving her that by telling her the truth about her parentage? Right. What? But also, I do feel like, and I, we talked about it a little bit in the group chat. I would have liked at least some of this um, 
stay away from them Cassidines energy to be coming from Taggart because he has yeah. like the character history to like he completely saw back the- up his point of view. Yeah, he lived in Port Charles for damn near a decade, if not an actual decade. Um, he saw Cassidine craziness up close and personal. He's had to wipe up the blood of many bodies because of the Cassidines. So it makes sense that he would be completely apprehensive about it. But the lack of Taggart point of view in all of this hurts the story. Yeah. Hurts like, the story big time. The, I think that's the biggest hurdle they have to overcome because yeah. there was no reason to connect her to to connect her to Taggart and then introduce Spencer. It would be different if they introduced Spencer and then connected her to Taggart. They connected her to Taggart first. And, and it's not even like you could blame Riel's availability because we know that they have no issue recasting because they've done it before. Yep. So be it Riel or be it who was it As- Asante was it Jones? Asante Jones, who was the other one? Either one. We need a Taggart at this point to be on because has Tabiana had any scenes with Taggart at all? She did. I think there were some during the trial, and then there were some probably a few months back. Uh, I think it might have. Was he around for Christmas? No, it was Curtis. No. Or- and Hat Daddy. <laughs> nope. Trina was crying her eyes out in the corner and Curtis was passing out presents like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> um, Father of the year, y'all. Oh, Jesus. Uh, he was, The last time apparently we saw him was back in July. Damn, I didn't know it's been that long. In the middle, in the mid, I think it, the last time was maybe the day the verdict was read, or the day that she was going to testify at the trial. Yeah, I knew. I know he was around for the trial. I do remember that, but the his he was absence at the is very glaring right now. Especially if you're gearing up for this kind of a reveal, because yep. you should be building up. You the should be closeness. laying it on thick about how close they are. And instead, you're laying it on thick about how how overprotective Curtis is, which is something you need to be doing for this story. And you need to be putting up the walls between Trina and Curtis so that when the truth comes out, it's a it's a hard thing for them to get over. I get what you're doing there. I get why you're doing it. But there are other there. You need to be showing us the connection that we're going to be losing. Yeah, to be honest, what I'd rather they did with Curtis was make him the overcompensating future stepdad he which they are he tries to please no he tries to please trina and and make portia the more authoritarian parental figure i would prefer that well they 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 did they did try that with because like remember the whole thing with removing her from ava's gallery and getting her the internship at the truck that was all that was all curtis and Trina and portia had nothing to do with any of that yeah. what i'm saying is I, I that's the exact opposite of what i want i would prefer portia be the one going out of her way to try to do things to protect trina and curtis be the one hey she's 18 she's in college let her oh okay i got you she has to make mistakes let him be hands a little bit hands off because according to him that's not his kid and she's she's a fully grown formed human being and she got that way without him so for him to suddenly just feel this need to insert himself into a relationship that he's not involved in and, and that he, in my opinion, shouldn't be involved in because Trina's not a child; she's an adult. 
I would prefer that. Like him trying to be the cool future stepdad. And it it causing friction between him and Portia because like you you just let her get away with too much. Like I would prefer that. But him they're they're basically trying to make him her father before he knows he's her father and discounting the the father figure that she actually has and that we love her with who's also a character we love like it's just they're they're doing things but they're doing it in the wrong way for me yeah yeah and it looks like they're filming the wedding now and it looks like uh taggart is going to be there in the form of riel andrews so it looks like we're heading to a reveal. I just wish Taggart had been around more leading up to it. But yeah. we have one more critical case to discuss before we move into making the rounds. And that is Jocelyn continues to be the worst as the PCPB <laughs> question if she was the one Brit was protecting when she was killed. <sighs> I have been a member of the Jocelyn Jacks Defense Squad on Twitter for quite some time now, because as I had said last <laughs> week, there has been a lot of overreactions to this character and the things she does for a long time. However, the show in the recent past, specifically this week, is making defending her really, really, really hard. <laughs> because I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It just it feels like it paid you. <laughs> it, it does because like I like her. I like her and I want but I can't support this. Like, baby, what are you doing? Like she reminds me of her mom. It's like that's why she always annoys me. <laughs> is Texas dick that good? Like really? Apparently. <laughs> I don't understand. I am confused because the hook or hooker as michael like as we all like to call her is is going after your best friend so you should be wanting to tell the truth about what happened that night for the simple fact that one you almost died not once but twice two people have now died to save your life but protecting the guy you're screwing is more important than making sure that the person that is targeting you and all of your friends, including the ex-boyfriend you claim to still want to have a friendship with. I'm just, I'm confused. And then when you have Diane, her lawyer, who was also a victim of the hooker, it just, it's all shades of wrong. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't think they didn't think this through. No, because but at the same time, I'm going to be honest, and maybe it's because hey, I'm black. We don't. I I I don't care. We don't, we don't talk, talk to, to the police. <laughs> we don't talk to the police without an attorney. I I don't care. And like Taggart even told Trina that when Trina was brought in for questioning about like that whole situation and he was like why are you talking this was coming from a cop why are you talking to the cops (laughs) i told you to never like he there was a line he literally said i've told you to never speak to law enforcement without representation that came from her cop dad so like i did not mind jocelyn not necessarily saying anything until she had a lawyer present 
because again i'm a black woman in america and we don't speak to police without representation without representation that's stupid granted i didn't have an issue with her not talking to the cops either because she grew up in that world under sunny and jason and carly so it's understandable why she would that's her first instinct i'm not saying anything until an attorney gets here i have an issue with her not telling they have she hasn't spoken to trina yet like she hasn't yeah again that's like i'm sure that we're going to get the general hospital off the air show because there was a point in time where like all of the interesting conversations were happening on off-screen gh yeah yeah oh apparently trina found out she was drugged off screen Mm. Again. That's a that's a theory right now. I have to go back and watch the episode to confirm it. But I think it came up in the hospital. But we're, let's get back to Joss. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, did. so that didn't really bother me. I did feel like I do want her. It's weird because they they're trying like in scenes when she's with Dex and they were trying to like connect over their like trauma bond over their survivor's remorse mm-hmm. um was that was very weird because she's not acting very remorseful exactly <laughs> I, felt, I felt more in the scenes after she found out about willow's cancer when it took her back to oscar and he was there supporting her like eden did great through that and that was some of you know that those were and even how she was supporting michael that those were some of the scenes that really reminded me why i enjoyed this character and why i like her and then all of that went away the minute she stepped into that police station like i just i didn't like any of it and i just i don't understand why it's, and maybe like if it if it wasn't a case that was about her best friend, maybe I could like be, be okay with, with her it. being so nonchalant. Right, she se- like, it seems like it's just, uh, oh, it's a random Tuesday. It yeah, doesn't involve anybody I weird. care about. It, it just happened because I just happened to be in that place. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. No fool. Someone was targeting you and has mm-hmm. been targeting your best friend, you and your friends for months. And you're just not going to say nothing all because that's what Dex wants you to do, which I, which, and even like, and then she finally did make a statement and she kept Dex out of it and that was fine. But like, like I would prefer her be, I would prefer her, her to see her be transparent with Trina and Cameron, who, if he'll listen and Spencer about the hook attack um, and excluding Dex from the narrative completely. And that you, that be what she's lying about, but I also picked up on they're going to use this to basically create tension between Spencer and um, Dex and Joss. You you picked that up right because like yeah. he said yeah. something. Spencer said something. What was it in the scenes with Alexis this week where he's like he said I wish Britt had ran like the person she was protecting. And then I was like, ooh, Spencer's going to drag Joss to hell when he finds out the truth. And you know what? Let him. And he he should. And my thing is, if here here's here's the thing: if they had Jocelyn tell Trina the whole truth, and she'd be like, "Hey, 
I'm telling you, I just wanted to let you know, don't tell nobody. And at the very least, they were going out of their way to still keep that communication and that friendship intact instead of acting like it doesn't really matter. And this wouldn't have any real weight on Joss and Trina's dynamic as friends. I would be okay with it. But right now they're just, oh, it is what it is. And I don't know if Trina's going to get to be upset. I don't know if they're going to act like Trina already knows and just didn't say anything. Like, it's weird. Are they even going to play it for the drama they should? Because, yeah, it's, it's it should be very dramatic. Like, right. Spencer should be pissed. Trina should be pissed. Cameron should be pissed even more so than he is now. Like, there's plenty of drama to fracture this friendship group. And I'm worried they, they're not going to play it. And they're not going to play all the beats of it. That's what scares me because they're going to play. And, oh, it's just about Dex. No, it's not just about Dex. And it's low key going to, I mean, the fracturing of this friend group is already going to start because now with Cameron and, and, and Jocelyn not together anymore, like that puts Trina in the middle because her two best friends are now not speaking to each other. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a bunch of drama to be played here, but uh, I don't know that they're going to do it. I really hope they do, though. Oh, does she even know they're not together anymore? No, because I think it's literally only been like one day since the breakup happened. They dragging this day out too damn long. <laughs> Jocelyn, yeah. Trita, Jocelyn sort of text Trita by now and filled her in on what the fuck is going on. Because I, I feel like I feel like it's only been like a day or two since Britt died. They, they have to address that quickly. She needs to tell Trina at the very least what happened with Britt and hell she could tell her about Dex because I think she knows something about Dex she just doesn't know everything does she know that they kissed I don't know about that part I, I know she, I think I she knows that they that they've been bumping into each other a lot and that she kind of has feelings but she doesn't know what to do with them but does she because I, I know she hasn't told anybody about the sex but I didn't know she had mentioned the kiss I don't remember that part well, those have been our critical cases for the week. Now we are going to head into making the rounds. We have Liz and Cameron having a heart-to-heart. Chase and Sasha reconnect. Chase and Brooklyn bond while babysitting Wiley. Sasha and Cody commiserate over Britt and Brando. And Gladys asks Sonny to help sell Brando's garage as soon as possible. Dylan, where do you want to start with this? Um, I, You know what? I'm going to say Sasha and Cody commiserating over Brit and Brando. I said, was it last week that either Sasha or Liz was going to take one for the team? And it looks like it's going to be our girl, Sasha, which is unfortunate. Sophia yeah. Matson, I'm so sorry. You deserve more than this. I don't know what you did to piss <laughs> off the powers that be at General <laughs> Hospital, but I apologize for you because this is bad. Yeah. And also this was okay. Like I uh, like I get that, you know, Cody was into Brit. But like these things were not, not the, the same, same bro. At all. At all. Like, what like, are you doing? She lost her child. Her husband had a whole ass mental breakdown for the world to see. And you're gonna cry because Britt died before you could tap that 
Like, I just uh... it was th- th- it was that was, mm. Mm. and I feel like that. Uh, I I'm worried <laughs> because we already know he's a grifter. He's a con artist. Yep. Gladys is a grifter and a con artist. Yep. He already mentioned I... knowing her. <laughs> Like he he's like I know a Gladys, but I don't think it's the same Gladys. Not like Gladys is the most pop. Like Gladys is not the most <laughs> common name in the world anymore. Like I don't think you can know two Gladyses at the same time. Uh... He and the thing is, he knows her from the card games. Mm-hmm. It's it's giving we're about to scam Sasha out of her coins. Yeah, and, and he's gonna fall for her in the. In the commission of that scam. Oh God! Like he did giving, the first time. We literally giving, just did this story. It's giving Cutter and Aubrey on One Life to Live. Speaking of Cutter <laughs> and Aubrey, <laughs> <laughs> I would have preferred that they should have went. Only reason I'm saying that, I don't, because Sasha's still such an outsider, and she's not tied to the, to the canvas in any significant way. But we like her enough. But we just don't like her enough for her to make flop characters unflop. Like just, exactly, she, she is not. She should not be the the wayward character welcome back. Yeah, she's like thing is, we we were okay with Brando. We never people never really gravitated towards him and Sasha. By the end, we kind of liked them, and we're like, oh, that's sad. But who is we? Not, <laughs> but, but we. I, I, <laughs> but. He was never going, they were never going to be super popular together because, again, they're still outsiders. I think Chase and Sasha would be the more sensible option because we know them. We like them. They have history. We have history together. together. And hell, when they were fake dating them, when they were fake dating, I wanted them to actually date. Yeah. Before they put her with Brando. And Brooklyn is a quarter main. She's more central to the story and the show in general she would have an easier time trying to pull up a failing character. And they had chemistry. In my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> they did. I didn't want to see it, but it was there. <laughs> they did. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, oh I kinda I could get to this. And they but they're they kind of ruined Chase and Brooklyn for me. I don't and I would yeah. rather they just move it move on. Ch- yeah, Chase got talent ruined Chase in Brooklyn. It did. It's, it really did. Uh, like, I remembered why I liked them in the scenes with um, when they were babysitting Wiley, when they weren't actually discussing music and they were just them. It worked. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But Nick, what is your making the rounds choice? Um... I was gonna Liz and Cameron, to be honest, um, them having a heart to heart shocked the shit out of me because I don't remember the last time they've had a one on one scene that was an, that lasted an entire episode. <laughs> when he told her about the um, sex date or revenge porn, that was the last time. That was back in March or January. Last March or January, it was a long ass time ago. So, it to be honest, what it felt like, it felt like. Elizabeth and Cameron suddenly mattered. Like we're oh we have to, we remembered oh we have to give them point of view. These are pe- these are characters people want to see. These are characters that are important to the show and the history of the show. And it it was really nice. And 
I didn't expect it, and I would love to see more of it. Make Elizabeth a central figure again, and because she, she can stand on her own. Like that yeah. scene reminded me, she doesn't yeah. need a pairing. She has three boys, all with their own set of issues, their own set of daddy issues, their own set of issues in general that can give her plenty to do if you just look at her. And that was really nice to see. The scenes were great. Uh, William and Rebecca did a great job. So I want to see more of that. Yeah, and my choice is the same. Um, the Liz and Cameron discussion. Particularly, I liked the, the way that she got him to see that it wasn't just the sex tape that broke up him and Jocelyn. That it was more, that there was more there. There were deeper issues there. And she got him to kind of look past the anger and just admit how hurt he was and i i just i really loved those scenes um i want more of those scenes because it, it's nice to have her being there to support him because a lot of their scenes in the recent past have been him being there to support her which is also great but it, it's nice to kind of have it reversed too and i just i want more of it yeah Now we can move on to our praise or shade segment. Nick, what are you praising or shading this week? Um, my, I, I'm going to say shade. It's the lack of um, presence for Trina in a story that should be about Trina. Um, she's supposed to be the central figure in this, but it feels like it's just happening around her a lot of the time. And it's weird, it's uncomfortable, and it's bothering me. Fix it, please. Like, we we, we don't know if she f- knows she was drugged. It's possible she found out off screen. She hasn't reacted to it yet. And now you are saying, oh, she's going to forgive. Or she's just going to get over what Esme did to her. She shouldn't. Um, all the stuff with Jocelyn and Dex and Cameron that she's in the dark about it's weird like everybody it feels like everybody's getting point of view or a massive amounts of point of view with the exception of Trina and Cameron so I think y'all need to fix that specifically we care about Trina we care about Cam if the story is about Trina let it be about Trina she shouldn't just be the figurehead while you let let her drive story for everyone else Yeah, that's my shade. Agree. Dylan, what about you? What are you praising or shading this week? Um, I am going to praise the scenes between Cynthia and Laura. Uh, they just work really well together. They do. They they just sometimes you have like two actors who just click. And most of the time when we talk about that on the soap, we are talking about like romantic chemistry, uh-huh. but they have that great old school adversarial rivalry chemistry happening. And it's just like, 
and coming from me, coming from someone who like I'm team, I hope everybody loses, but I love watching them like go at each other because they are just so good. Like these women are they they are bringing it and like I am looking forward to seeing like the gloves come off and like them just getting really down and dirty with it in the coming weeks because you you know they are and as they should right and it's yeah it's gonna be fun to watch so. it's gonna it's gonna be a blast to watch I'm excited to see where it goes and I think I'm just gonna praise the entire show in general because I, it's been a long time since I've actually looked forward to watching General Hospital day to day, for the longest time, the issues I had with the show outweighed the, the things I was enjoying. And in the last two to three weeks, that scale has slowly been shifting in the other direction. And I'm really happy to say that. I'm, I'm very happy with where GH is seems to be going right now and I hope that we can stay on this momentum and so I just felt the need to praise the entire show because I like being able to enjoy it again as hard as I've been on it I don't necessarily enjoy being that hard on it so I I like being able to enjoy it again and that is my praise for the week do we have any final thoughts before I wrap this up um one final thought I hope and pray to God that Portia's parents are being cast for this fucking wedding because I have not heard anything and we're apparently getting close and I am nervous. They better be there front and center. Do we know if they're me. alive? They are alive. Okay. I, she, I, she talks honestly, about them in the present tense. They're both doctors. Gotcha. Okay. She hasn't I talked about them a lot, but they are, as far as we know, they are alive. Okay. I was not sure. Thank you. Yeah. What about you, Dylan? Any final thoughts? Um, I just want them to start being a little bit more careful with the situations that they put Trina in. Yeah. Um, just again, you know, like I, I have long said when it comes to characters of color, it's not that you quote unquote can't do certain stories with them it's that you have to do them in a way that takes the fact that they are a character of color into consideration so like i just i i just want them to start being a little bit more aware of optics when they have her doing certain things and i want them to start treating her with a little more care because this this whole Esme angle this week was not it at all at all and I think on that note this has been another episode of Soap Dish Port Charles Style we will see y'all next week bye everybody bye y'all later y'all